What the f is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? This is Unwaxed. Get in, Lizzie. We're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Go, Sophia. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Unwaxed podcast. Can I just say it without you every... Do you realize there hasn't been one time that I have done this intro without you actually looking at me like I've messed it up? Every single time. Well, this time you had a voice crack. You Did sound I like actually? you're going through puberty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can start again. Go again. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Unwaxed podcast with your favorite sisters, Sistine. Can I say my <laughs> name? Sistine. And Sophia. Your makeup looks good considering you were just crying 10 minutes ago. Can I give you... I just told you five minutes prior. Can we not talk about how I teared up? No, you know what, Sophia? We're going to call ourselves unwaxed. We need to be honest with the listeners. It's okay. We can, we can say it. It was snowing for the first time since we moved here. It's our first New York snow, you guys, which is really exciting. I was really happy. And Sophia, I see her standing out the window. And she's crying, like a single tear coming down her face. I go, why, <laughs> why are you tears. crying? <laughs> it's our first snowfall in the city. I just, I don't know. It's everything came up where I was thinking, this is such a pivotal moment. We're in the city. And I remember I looked out the window and I said, what are we doing here? <laughs> That's true. I, but I do admire the way that you look at life. You truly think that you're living everything. in a rom-com <laughs> all the time. All the time. I, I try to romanticize everything to the best of my ability. That's cute. I have to. Well, well, why not? Like, looking at the snow, I had tears of joy looking at snow, even though it really didn't, it wasn't necessary, obviously. But Sophia saw tears of joy. I saw a man downstairs making yellow snow. We, we see things differently. differently. But see, that's why we work together well. Exactly. But you know what the snow did remind me of? Mm. That it's almost Christmas. Yes. Which is alarming. Because one, I don't even think I finished my last New Year's resolution. Mm. I couldn't even tell you what it is. What was it? Don't know. I think I remember mine. What was and I'll it? tell you what it was interesting because I, I make resolutions, but I don't really make resolutions. I don't follow through with them. But when I, I was on my on the trip with my ex and they had this whole family tradition where they say trigger warning <laughs> I thought it was actually a cute idea they, they did because they hold each other accountable they tell with the whole family like three things that they personally want to achieve and then the following year they asked did you achieve those three things and what three <gasps> things are you going to achieve this the year pressure I know which I kind of love I was thinking wow that, that actually is so good to, because you have someone else accountable so I think I said I was going to start my book i think i was going to acclimate into the city as fast as i could i don't remember any of mine well that means you didn't we have to hold ourselves accountable i just think new year's resolutions are a lot of pressure and i try to minimize my um unsatisfaction towards the end of the year when i realize i haven't completed any of them by choosing resolutions that are the easiest to accomplish i just don't make <laughs> them. very vague about it. i'm like i'll start my book no I here's that a, here's a life hack if you don't hold yourself accountable to certain things you won't disappoint yourself so don't set goals that's really helpful for <laughs> um, have you started buying christmas presents okay i wanted to get into this because you were just saying christmas is coming around and i am in the category that i hate gift giving i hate it i am so stressed out trying to figure out what you four women want for Christmas. Dad, I can give him a mug with the handle being a fist and he'll be happy. Like you and mom and dad, so Scarlett, are so tough. Here's the thing. I think you try to do gifts that are really personalized and special and memorable. Yeah. You like to give experiences. I Yeah, I always do that. The last two years, though, One, both no. of two. One. Last Christmas... We couldn't go to the concert you got me. The Christmas before that, you said a pole dancing class that we never, we did. never did. No, for, I changed it. <laughs> she, for, under the Wait, tree, pole no, dancing class. No, 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 no. <laughs> I changed the pole dancing class to the Arctic Monkeys concert, which therefore we couldn't go because we were working. So therefore I took the money from that, got a ticket to the 1975, my favorite band. She took my gift and gave it to herself. I re-gifted it and brought it back to myself. But it's really not that complicated. See, I'm a little OCD when it comes to gift giving because I like everything that I give someone to be something that they actually need or have said that they wanted. So I will literally start taking notes 
in January, if you say, oh, I really love these like brown Adidas shoes, I'll write down Sophia, brown Adidas shoes. So then when Christmas comes around, you won't expect it. But you don't it. talk like that with me. Like I'll just say it passing by. You usually kind of execute and find a way to get it or a I better version. I literally sent you screenshots. You shot me one screenshot of an Ugg boot she wants All and I they're want are sold Uggs. out. All I want are Uggs and Sophia goes, can't get them for you. They're sold out. Figure out a way. There's it's a Christmas went, miracle. I'm not going to go talk to the head of Uggs and get you your Sherpa corduroy colored Uggs. Like, I can't do that. But that's I, what's I also the annoying. classic normal ones. I'm the type of person, just ask me. I told you this the other day. I said, but I want ask to be me. A no, listen. I said, ask me what I want. I have 10 screenshots of things in my phone that I actually want. She goes, no, I want to be surprised. But these are the things I want. So why yeah, not? Yeah, but just- you guys also are that kid that gets an avocado for Christmas and goes, Thanks. If it's something that you don't want that much, that's why I'm saying let no, me help you. I think it's better to be surprised. Like I, I'm just I'm better at letters. I'm the letter writer of the family. I truly am great. I, I've written your anniversary letter to your boyfriend. I've written Scarlett's <laughs> for her anniversaries. I've written moms for dads. Like okay, okay. Everyone's birthday cards. So I can do that. Like I, <laughs> if you want to hire me for like a really good sentimental tearjerker, I got you. Let's rewind. What? Let's rewind. Um, can I explain the anniversary thing? <laughs> yes. Do you remember in the beginning of your relationship, like the first five months, you're in such a honeymoon phase and everything oh, is just bliss? Days. Yes. Well, my ex and I did anniversary cards every single month. Okay. So by the time it hit month eight, I started repeating old cards and I was like, oh my God, I'm getting repetitive. So yes, you did help me. I needed some new words in my vocabulary. Times. A couple of times. Yours were way better than mine. Actually, were- the ones that you wrote to my ex, unknowingly, obviously, <laughs> he said those were his favorite. <laughs> that's so good. And that's what I, even with Scarlett, I just, I actually realized I gave her some tips. I doubt her boyfriend listens to this. I gave her some tips on what she should focus on that men really yeah. like. Like, I know exactly what your boyfriend would want to hear. Yeah. Um, I can kind of give some. That I usually think Go that for it. always, for one thing, bring up very specific details about them mm. that only they know that you would notice. Like very, it can be, for me, I have freckles on my lips, like things like that. Or guys like to be told that they're, I, I, don't, I don't like to say boys or anything, Tell say that they're a man, that they protect you, that you feel safe with them, things like that, that, you know, that yep. they usually lead into. And I'm trying to think what else. It's always involving the wording of, I can't imagine my world without you, or things of, you were exactly what was a blessing in my life this year, or mm. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think what else I've said to you guys. I, I just, I think, oh, also bring up specific moments. Oh, oh, this is the catch. It's when you remember those moments, maybe you looked at them at a long, like maybe you were at a party. And mm. you guys gazed at each other from across the room. And maybe mm. there was a moment that you both share where you just smiled and laughed at each other. Mm. Um, and it just was a pass by. But you remember it. If you write down that specific moment, like I knew the moment that I, when we looked at each other at this holiday party and we smiled at each other, not having to say any words, that you were going to be my person forever because I wouldn't have any, I didn't need to say any words for us to share our emotions with each other from across. It's like that type of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, obviously that was a very rough, rough draft of what I would normally That's go really into. That's really nice. Thank you. You know what? <laughs> I think I'm a little disappointed in us. Why? For one, it's winter. It's snowing. It's wifed up winter. Yeah. We have no prospects. You were convinced through TikTok that you were going to find your <laughs> husband by December. That hasn't happened. I, I saw one psychic on TikTok say, wow, wait, your December is going to be filled with boyfriends. <laughs> and so I think I watched it and then that just kept popping up because the algorithm just kept bringing it back. But my Delulu state, I was thinking, oh, this is happening. I told my mom, my mom, don't worry. I'm going to get over this heartbreak because it's. I'm going to find another guy by December. I'm, and of course, by the way, have not had a date in eons. And Sassine has like eight this week. You guys, it is so true when they say it rains, it pours. Yeah. But then to be fair, it's not like I'm meeting these people in different places. 
it's all on a dating app. Which is great. I don't it's very it's condensed. But yes, I have two dates this weekend. One on Friday, one on Saturday. A few things. One, would it be weird if I wore the same outfit to both? Because you, you know when you have a great date outfit? Yeah. And I pretty much wear this one outfit for every first date. It's safe. As I know it looks good. As long as it doesn't good. smell bad and stuff. Like, what if Do you think get- I just smell bad? No, no. I was going to say like nervous sweats. That's just you, boo. I get nervous. <laughs> That's just you. You don't get like nervous no, a little bit. No. I just get hot. So I'm all like drenched. Okay. Let's so you just think it's normal? Like- you think it's fine? Oh yeah, I don't think it's bad. I'm really excited about both these men. I know you really are, and they're they're good options. They're really cute. They're older. They're older. They haven't been here long, so they haven't seen enough girls for their their heads to be swayed. No, see, one of them. <laughs> one of them just moved here. I'm snatching his ass Perfect. right up. Perfect. Mm. He, like literally, he's moving in today. I am today, tomorrow, yesterday. I'm trying to convince you to go on a dating app. I know, I know, I know, I know. Wait, actually, I don't know if that's a great idea for you because <laughs> I just want to give an example of yes, right now, amazing that I have two dates. Yeah, it's only taken eight months of being that's on the app. No, that's not Sophia. True. When was so the see, last time I went so on see, a hinge date? Had- You've had hinge dates, like probably not even maybe four months, months ago, ago. But you have to realize a lot of people don't date that frequently. I feel like I've heard so many girls that I've talked to that are single go, oh, I haven't been on a date in seven months. I haven't been on a date in eight months. And we just we just are frequent or right now you frequent daters. Yes. You know, so our our um our lag is like three months. <laughs> That's like not that much. This app is so weird. Hinge Why? is so weird. I hate, hate hate the voice when note. the guys do the voice note. yeah i knew you were gonna say that why they're shooting themselves in the I foot know, with that i know why are they doing and, it by the way how about this no i'll give you an example oh, no. i'm so i'm on a roll right now okay i'm heated i get a message from a guy right we're talking casually and then he just sends me this What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do with that? I said the Tasmanian devil? <laughs> what did you match with? <laughs> I was literally thinking, am I supposed to reverse it? And that's what he's really trying to say. Is, th- is he speaking in tongue right now? Like, what is this Morse code bullshit? Like, why? Dude, they're so strange. It seems like, yes. What the? No, 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 no. It's, it's you know what I've, I've seen so many times is when the guys, try, they, they think they're so funny with, oh, how do you pronounce my name? And then they'll send like a pronunciation of someone else and be like, my name is Juan when their name is Matthew. It just stop. Like, I, I just can't. It's it's not funny anymore. I, I get what you're trying to do. Just put a cute photo up. Say you love golden retrievers. And it's so simple. Definitely my time. Dog picture, <laughs> cool selfie, friends out. I mean, that's oh, it. I can. This is I'll tell you the most curated, perfect Go dating profile for a guy. If a guy is wondering what to do, open up. With a really good photo of you. Not a business photo. Not you. Not one that you use on LinkedIn. Yes, do Please not don't use it. your LinkedIn headshot. Don't use your LinkedIn headshot. I know, I know. It's hard. Some Like, a lot of girls, we just take a lot of photos. So we have a lot of photos of ourselves. But, one, just find one good wedding photo. Usually, guys use their openers as wedding photos with their niche, friends. Which is fine. Okay. You can do it with a guy friend. It's cool. The second one should be with maybe your dog or with your family or another one with friends, but not you at a day club holding a cup of orange liquid that we all know is not water or Gatorade. Three, go in with like an active pick. You at the beach, you running, you, but not not like the marathon. The marathon's fine, but like I guess just a snowboarding, something where it just shows that you're out and about. You jumping yeah. off a cliff, like whoa, you're in Fiji or something. Um, and then in terms of the prompts, it's the same answers that they give. We'll get along if. You let me roast your profile. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, no, look, in, in fairness, answering the prompts are hard. But so just go easy with it. Just just be just be you. You don't yes. have to be super funny. Girls aren't. I, I think things are witty. If you can just naturally have a witty answer to things, it's mm-hmm. great. I also think what I used a lot because I wouldn't say my well, I remember when I did hinge. Like, no, I didn't do hinge. I think Raya? it was. I think it was, I don't know what I did, but I answered a question and I brought up the fact I used to play with, um, uh, what's it called? Bionicles. Bionicles. 
So use that. Like talking about how there's something that maybe Goofy did in the past. And I was like, oh, I used to play Bionicles. That one was the biggest one because every guy was like, you used to build Bionicles. Such a pick me. You're such a pick me. That's not a pick me. Yeah, I used to build Lego robots. (laughs) If it was a pick me, I had 40. I had ease, and you know that they were all over dad's. No, we we had a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. So that's that's my suggestion for if you guys are lost on how to perfect a dating profile. I'm just so excited. I feel like Samantha Jones in Sex and the City. Do you have a favorite Friday? I think I do. I'm gonna call him Friday and Saturday. Mr. Saturday. Mr. Saturday is bigger. Why? Because we've been actually texting. The other guy hasn't asked me for my number, so we've only been communicating through the app. But Mr. Friday. Followed up like weeks later because we were both out of town. So he didn't forget, you know, mm. he could have just left me in the messages. I don't know. Sometimes the ones that you don't think are going to be the better one is usually the I better know. one. And, and they look totally versa. different. One's blonde, one's brunette. But they're both the same age. They're older than you, which is I nice. Know. I'm excited. I know. I'm excited. You know, oh, remember I brought this up to you last night that we have to do it now that you have like these two options. So there's a, there's a, not a tradition, but... There's a thing that people do on New Year's Eve is when the clock strikes 12, wait, you go under a table, wait, hold on. you eat 12 grapes, and you wear red thongs hold on, you, before 1201. And so that's supposed to like manifest a relationship. Again, Sophia I've seen so many TikToks of finds girls getting- this video of a woman saying, you eat 12 grapes, yes. you wear a red thong, yeah. and when the clock strikes midnight, you're going to find your next relationship. It what works. kind of pervert came up with that? I'm sorry. Like, that's like a like, weird, you're not, specific you're not fetish. Naked, wearing yeah, a red like, thong. 12 <laughs> grapes? What if you accidentally ate 11? Well, then that doesn't work. You have to eat 12. What if the thong's maroon? Does it still it work? No, it has to be red. All right. Well, do you have a red thong you can wear? That's a little much. I'm not answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Um, I want to talk about my trip to London. Oh, that's right. The last episode. I said, oh, I'm going to go on a work trip for one day, but make it a spontaneous trip for myself. I've realized that I hate traveling alone. I hate it. I was so lonely. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. I ate in the hotel every night. I was so boring. You could have easily gone to a nice restaurant, sat at the bar, had a glass of wine, and just enjoyed the scene. But there's Bring something about being in a new city that it's for me, the memory holds longer when you're sharing it with someone, when you're experiencing that with I someone. I understand that. But I do have to say, I love British people so much. That's their great. lingo, their slang. There's just one guy, for example, I was walking down the street, and this is just the difference between like an English guy and a New Yorker. He, I'm walking down the street, and he goes, You look mental, but in an accent, like, You look mental. That's right? a good thing, by the way. If a guy in New York said that to me, I'd say that is the meanest thing you could say. But a British boy calling me mental? Well, mental for them is exactly mental here is like you're clinically insane. Like, yeah, I would say you're such an asshole. I'll probably throw a drink on him. But I was like, I look mental. What would you have done that would have been better with someone versus just being alone? Why didn't you spend that one day you were alone? It wasn't like a week. You were with you're with yourself for one day. One day too long. See, when I'm alone for too long, all my intrusive thoughts start to creep in. Okay, then that's that's dark. <laughs> no, I, I just think that it's when you're shopping or getting a coffee or you're going to lunch, like it's just more fun to do it with someone. Yeah, I, I agree. But I also, th- for me, I if it was one day, I think it would have been just nice to just, you know, you have your own schedule. You don't have to go on anyone's time. You can oh, just enjoy listening to your music. I almost went to the Shrek Museum because I really didn't know what to do that's, with myself. That's, that, that's a low point. That's like the last place. I I out of every place you could have gone to in London, you go to the Shrek Museum. <laughs> it's I actually, it's, it's like an interactive thing too. Oh, no. There's a little roller coaster in there. I should have gone. That, no, you shouldn't. I'm so happy you said you didn't. Wait, while you were in London, I just remembered something. Something happened to me when I was at the house that has never happened to me before in my life. Okay. My brain oh. went on overload and got so hot from from not being able to process information. And let me explain. Huh? Let me explain. So I'm on my phone and I was watching some videos and suddenly a video popped up and this guy shows basically he 
cannot believe this is my, my brain actually came came out of my ears like I had steam. <laughs> so it showed someone just like laying on a grass field and then it just pulled back. And it was one of those basically like, let's show you how like big Earth is and then Mars and then this and then the moon, whatever. Okay. So it just kept going back and I just kept watching. It just kept going and going and it pulled back out of our solar system and then it pulled back the milk and then, and then all of a sudden we have like a trillion galaxies and then we keep going back. There's a gazillion galaxies. And then my brain was thinking, what is any of this? Like, where, where are we? What, what is this? Like, pulling. <laughs> See, it is too early <laughs> for to that question. To so we just, our solar system, we pull back, then it's our galaxy. And then around us are like thousands of galaxies. And then back those, there's gazillions of galaxies. And then back, there's a drill and it keeps expanding but what is what is anything like where where are we where are we like i actually was talking to i was on the couch with mom and dad and i kept going to mom like dad mom like where are we what is this what is this place like we're just floating where where do you think, not even in our galaxy do like, you think where do you think oh my god I mean, <laughs> yeah like I can't process this. Like there, there has to be life out there. I mean, there's gazillions of solar systems and we're thinking we're the only one. No, I think we know we're not the only one. There's other life on other planets. But do you think that, you know how we have VR simulation and we could see another life through a different lens? What if we are the simulation and it's actually no, aliens running us? I'm not. No. And I'm they're not, watching no, us like no, a show. We're not like, in a simulation because we went into that. And like I, it's Big Brother for them. No. We no? we definitely aren't in a simulation. We're definitely light years behind all the other galaxies that maybe know about us. And by the time we can even see another galaxy, apparently it's going to be way too far for us to even gain. So we're never going to—I really don't think we'll ever f- truly find life on another planet. Maybe a little bit. Maybe somewhere eventually. But— just where are we floating? Sophie, you're making my head hurt. Like where no, but truly, like think about all the darkness. Where are we? What is where what is the right meaning now, of anything? We're in a podcast studio in New York. But that's what's it, it made my brain hot thinking about it, it kind of put things in perspective. I'm like, what is the meaning of anything? You know? Like what what is the meaning of this? <laughs> I don't know, Sophia. You're asking the wrong girl. I don't know. I'm like, just trying to dig it day just by day. We're floating in something. Like we said space, but what is... Where, where, <laughs> are we... I can't handle it. Sophia. What? I've told you. Can I continue with my London conversation, My brain please? got so hot from hearing this. And my mom and I... Mom and I got into a spiral. She sent it out to eight of her friends going, where are we? <laughs> I was dying. So yeah. Wait, what? Okay, talk about London. Wait, what, what, what was? What was the? Where did, where did that come from? I was just sitting on, while you were in London. I was mom and dad. Oh, okay. And I was just sitting on the couch and I saw basically the vastness of space and it just kept pulling and pulling. Yeah. And I was just thinking, where? What is all that? Where yeah. are we? Like, what are we? I can't even get into it right now. See, see, I'm freaking out. <laughs> well, another thing I love about London is. <laughs> The TV shows. Do you know what show I'm talking about? Love Island? Nope. It only can play in the UK. There's nothing like it in the States. And every time I go, I have to turn it on. And it only comes on around 2 in the morning. Mm -hmm. There's this show. And I know we've talked about it before. Actually, you know what I've realized? I hate traveling alone. But there's something so amazing about having your own hotel room, being in a bathrobe, and just allowing yourself to be a lazy slob in bed with room service there and no one to judge you. I had this, my favorite show on TV. I had WWE on my computer and no one could judge me. And I loved that. I took a bath. I took a bath. I hate baths. Why do you hate baths? Why? Who wants to just sit in their own gunk? For four hours. Well, it's you so say gross. you're smelly, so that's on you. I didn't say I was smelly. I just said I got nervous when I would go on dates. But my, like, I just, it's, you're just basically a carrot in a pot boiling. Like, like I'm stew? Like you're stew. Like you get pruney. So wait, there's no broth in there. It's, it's a bubble. It's, it's, I don't understand baths. I, by anyway. Way, I, get, I go crazy when I'm in a bath. Anyway, there was this show on TV called Naked Attraction. Okay. 
The premise is absolutely insane. I cannot believe that this is allowed on cable TV anywhere, but it's the best show ever. It starts with one either female or male contestant with the host, and then behind a curtain are five males or females or mm-hmm. both. The curtain raises, right? You see feet, you see calves, and then it raises all the way up to their belly button. Full bush out, full ding dong out, no sensors, no blurring. Yeah. And then the host and the contestant choose which one to eliminate because they don't like it. And then the curtain raises and then it goes to their necks. You see breast, you see pecs, and then they choose two more to eliminate. And then they say, oh, can you do a spin for me? Can you? I mean, it is insane. And then the best part is because you're probably thinking, well, why can one person clothed stand there and judging all these naked bodies when it comes down to two more contestants? The person has to take their clothes off, come back out. So now it's the three of them on this stage in front of a live studio audience, stark naked. And then the two people that she or he has been judging can say whether they are attracted to him or her. Talk about a confidence killer. I don't also think, like, I just don't know how that was pitched. And how that went from the, it's this, think about how the process of the show being made. Some man, I'm assuming, or woman, who knows, <laughs> thought of this idea. Let's have a dating show where everyone's stark naked. No, when I tell you and naked, they can I mean, judge each other on their bodies. And then they went to some production company, said the same thing, and they greenlit it. Yep. And then went to some network and they thought, genius. Like yeah. th- that, and then they built a whole studio. There's 20 <laughs> seasons of this. No, I know. I remember. I remember watching it. It's just. I don't think I would. I don't think anyone looks great in like stark lighting. Like <laughs> I know like studio lighting. <laughs> That's it's, what I'm saying. Like I would look like shit. People are like, oh, it's out. so <laughs> crazy. But here's the here's the weird thing that sort of happened while I was watching this. So I had. The show Naked Attraction on my computer. I had WWE on the TV, and it's about 2.33 a.m., and the TV has a commercial, right? So I'm still watching Naked Attraction on my yeah. computer. All of a sudden, I hear a very familiar voice on the TV. It's like, what? Like, I'm a little out of it. I'm melatonin in. I'm like, what? what? Huh? Mm-hmm. Dad's face is on a commercial, oh, and he's God. talking on the TV as I'm staring at naked bodies on my computer watching this show, I'm like, I feel like, I feel like he knows. I thought, I feel like I'm being I watched. thought you were just going to say dad was on the no! show. I was like, what? <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, I heard a familiar voice when the curtains went up. And it no, was my dad's body. That was, I was literally, I just God. shut my computer. I was like, I can't. That was too no, weird. That, that's a little I weird. I felt like I was caught for doing something wrong. That is really odd. I know. That's, I couldn't handle that either. I know. To change topics, there's something I, why are you laughing? <laughs> life is not a waste of time. Time is not a waste of life. So let's stop wasting time. Let's get wasted and have the time of our lives. You guys. <laughs> That's Sophia. <laughs> Sophia finally is stopping her 75 hard, no drinking yeah, sobriety thing. I did too. So I said, we must go out to dinner and have minimum three cocktails. Finally, my drinking buddy is back. So we went to this bar, had some food, made friends with the bartender, was getting a little swifty. Yeah. And we spent about 30 minutes of this dinner trying to memorize the cheers that went not viral. 30 minutes. It's like- Sophia, us drunk, we could not remember it. Pipple did this cheers On, like, that went viral. went viral. Yeah. Okay, let's see if we remember. Ready? Time is not a waste of life, and life is not a waste of time. So let's stop wasting time, get wasted, and have the time of our lives. It's a genius You needed an extra 10 minutes on that one. Yeah. That one's a great cheers. That one gets the party going. You think? We we said it easily 15 times. Like, we, like every sip we had, we kept saying it as a practice. It's genius. It was so good. Um, okay, so... I wanted to talk about something that I've been thinking about, and I wanted to know if you felt the same way. Because I, I called my girlfriend because I've been feeling a little bit. I feel off. I feel mm. off. I woke up the other day and I felt really off, and not not physically off, just I think mentally off. Are you I talking t- about yesterday? No, I was fine yesterday. Oh, 
I was off yesterday, so. Were you off yesterday? <laughs> well, I'll talk. Actually, that's why I did ask if you were okay. Can I, can I also maybe ask this to the to the crowd? <laughs> <laughs> to the a live crowd. studio audience. <laughs> Does it also piss you off when you woke up for no reason, sort of in a bad headspace, a bad mood, for no reason? Yeah. And you're trying your best to swallow it and act normal. But it's so But hard. someone says, are you okay? That grinds <laughs> my gears more than anything. It makes me way more mad. It makes yeah. me more mad. I like I was already short tempered. And you don't mean to. You're not mad at them. You're just no, mad and at also, the fact that they can feel your energy and yeah. you're like, you feel vulnerable. You're like, shit. Well, because like, I, I wanna... don't want it to affect you. Yeah. And now that you've noticed it, well, now I'm mad at myself. Tough because in I mean, real we are with each other. It's true. 24 hours a day, every second of the day. But so I know. Say so, what you were saying. I mean, right now you're a bit more on the social set scene than I'm in, but it's only because, which is great. By the way. Power to you, honey. Took um, me about 10 years to get here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I'm proud of you. Um, but I, I called mom about it because, and I texted uh, my friend about it and she was feeling the same thing. I just am having a really hard time committing to things and saying yes mm. to things. Not because I'm feeling... No, I'm not feeling depressed. I'm not feeling like, <laughs> you know what I'm feeling? And this is the best way to verbalize it. I think I'm just burnt out from this whole year. And I think the end of the year just hitting now, I'm feeling it. And now I don't want to say yes to anything. Like the thought of yeah. me going to a date, going to a party, um, having to self-motivate to mm -hmm. get to work. And I also like to say, and I feel like maybe people can relate to this. And just for personally me, this year has been a lot, like a lot of, yeah, a lot, a lot. Like, I mean, going through dealing with like a heartbreak was tough, extremely tough. And it wasn't the easiest. It's been actually, it was probably the hardest heartbreak I've had to go through. Yeah. And then moving to a new city, having to acclimate to a whole new environment from across the country. We had a reality show come out. And then right on top of that, had to shoot another reality. Mm -hmm. Like we had only one month. People are like, oh, you went. To no, I don't count. Me, us going to Italy was work. We didn't, we didn't go to any restaurant. We went to one restaurant one night. No, we, we worked 13 hours a day. We worked every single day. I don't count trips with my ex um, a vacation because. No, that's, that's work. That's, that's more work. That's well, 24 hours a day of work. If you're with their family, no, for me that. personally, I'm on it with their families. If, if you, it's a wedding. It's not, it's not enjoyable. Yeah. It's a wedding. And then also with our with our careers and everything, it's always like, you have to do it. If you don't get up, mm -hmm. you don't go. And the podcast relaunching. So I think I'm getting to the point at the end of this year where I'm just so depleted mm -hmm. and everything is hitting me. And maybe that's why, honestly, maybe I was crying about the snow. Maybe it wasn't, honestly, it's always never about the snow. It's not about the <laughs> it's snow. It's not about the snow. The snow wasn't causing my it's tears. It's not about the pasta I, and it's not about the snow. I think it just was like, oh, like, I'm just so like, I can't. I, I honestly, I feel like my arms are just exhausted. Okay, give me I your hand. I can't even. <sighs> I know exactly how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people can relate. One, end of the year burnout is super normal. Mm -hmm. But this is actually why I started going to therapy. Because a few months ago, the idea of starting my day was exhausting me even more. Yeah. It was like, oh my God, I have to go out do this, see this yeah. person, commit to that. And then if I don't do those things, I'm even more upset with myself, which puts me in an even worse mood. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was this continuous cycle. And I really had to put in a lot of time, work. And I do think being social and getting yourself out of this sort of slump that you're in. One, I learned that you can't beat yourself up because you're human. And I think a lot of the time we feel like we're the only ones going through this and mm -hmm. we're not. Yeah. And that's why I texted my friend I, I, and I asked her, I said, are you feeling like this lately? And she goes, oh my gosh, yes, I am. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think another factor of it, and um, I think a lot of people can understand this, is that especially when you're going through heartbreak or you're in a new environment, all I wanted to do was put on the best face. I didn't want him to know that I was hurting immensely. So I went out as much as I could, socialized as much as I could. I wanted to get into a new city and be as involved as I can I mean, and showing people like showing face. And it hasn't even been that long. It hasn't. And it's like, I'm here to finally say like, I'm so tired of yeah. having to be always on it and okay. Like I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Like we had to be on it for the show. We had to be on it for like being with friends. Like we had to be okay, 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 okay. 
And I feel like I just ran with that for mm-hmm. like the last eight months. Yeah, not and, to mention all of the personal family things you have to go through. And like, the personal family stuff yeah. and things that people don't—my heart health issues. And by the way, I, like, I'm happy that I powered through at some points because— this year's also been the most growth, and it has been really fun in mm-hmm. some ways. I feel like I had a, a lot of adventures mm-hmm. that, you know, wouldn't have happened if I didn't push myself. You have to allow yourself the grace period of just not. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's no timeline. There's no, okay, by January 1st, I have to be okay again. You actually don't. And it's think, not a sprint. No, it's not. And I think the biggest part about this is that I'm, and we are, like, we're doing this alone. When we were going through things last year, we had someone to lean on in some way. And now with things this year, you're just like, you don't have, you have to lean on yourself, which is great because it shows you like after this, I'm like, wow, I'm actually a lot stronger than I thought. But I, I'm i just, I'm just exhausted. Like, you know what I, I would feel love. like the rest of the year, I just don't, I honestly, all I want to do is escape the city and just be with my family pets and just relax for the next three weeks. And that's probably why my skin broke out. That's probably why yeah. I had eczema flashes. My body was freaking out because I wasn't really being honest with how I was feeling. You know what I would love for our relationship? Mm. I would love to get to a place with you. And I think this is so common with siblings. Sometimes you just want to see, maybe because you're older, you just want to seem like you have it all figured out and you're okay all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, most days I see you leave the door and I can't leave. I want to be able to have this dialogue with you where you actually say this to me because it only makes my relationship with you stronger. Right. It makes me understand you more. It makes me understand how to navigate your emotions yeah. in this moment. I completely agree with you on that because in my defense with that a little bit, I actually didn't realize I was feeling like this until this week, truly. It's almost like I've been— You have to admit it. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like I think I had to let myself run out of steam Mm -hmm. and go, wow, my steam is out. Like, I I did it. And I was—and this is the thing. Throughout those months, I had waves. You've had waves of ups and downs, and we've both shared those things. But I do feel like I had to—not even— because I was genuinely happy at some points. I'm too tired to go out and see friends. I'm too tired to even think about doing work. I'm too tired to— go to the gym. Like, it's just, I'm tired. I feel like because I was go, go, going and I was having fun, I was going crazy. I was, I was enjoying this new life that I was, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to acclimate into. I'm just burnt out. And that's what it is. It's not my stress. Like, I feel like, do you think it's living in New York? I I think being in a new city. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, This is a very, very loud city. Um, but it's not the city that's causing it. It's just, you know, me. Like, we come to this new place. We thought, you know, we would throw ourselves in here. It's like, you know what it is? It's like college. You don't mm. like your first year or you are you have to understand the routine of it. And then people love the city. And I, I actually love this place. Um, maybe not exactly the area I love, but I also just, I do love the people here. I love mm-hmm. the restaurants and I love the environment and just the city. Like it's it honestly is one of the most romantic places I've been. And I just romanticize everything about the city compared to LA. You can't do that at all. The December burnout. I'm just tired. And I just feel like lately I just want to curl up and just sleep and be I'm not but I'm not depressed. That's the thing. Then I just want to make that. that clear. Then do that. I well I and don't like, hate yourself for doing that. I'm not. I think that my plan is to spend another week here and then we're gonna go back home for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna enjoy Relax, yeah. like making that my vacation, like being home, being in the sun, being with the dogs and just. Well, do you want me to cook dinner tonight? No, I thought I was cooking dinner today. Yeah, but if you're too tired, I can I do can it. I can cook. I'm I want to do it. Why? Because I like it. I, I cooked to... one meal for the first time yesterday and I'm like, it's my new identity. It's a good job. I'm making basically the same thing, just different language. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, I think. Sorry, I know I just went on a 10-minute— Why are you saying sorry? I don't know. I, I, that's, I just naturally do ever just say sorry about things. Like, I'll run into a wall and Why say Why do we sorry. apologize for everything? <laughs> I apologize. Why? Everything. I don't know. I'm a people pleaser. I think that's what it is. I feel like I but see who, that. Who are we pleasing? These strangers? I mean, we love you on Waxers. But, like, who are we, who are we pleasing? I don't know. Stop saying sorry. Yeah. Unless you have to say sorry. <laughs> Unless you did something bad. Unless you did something bad. Then yeah, apologize. Listen. Yeah. If you ever need me to curl up in bed with you, watch the snowfall and watch Harry Potter. Well, I'm we have your to girl. finish um um Goblet of Fire. You know what I want to watch with you our next series? Mm. Let's do Hunger Games. God 
I am into it. Okay. Wait. Okay. By the way, this weekend we're going to go see the new movie. I'm so down. But I was watching the first one, and I'll watch it again on the plane the other day. And then I started thinking, right? You know when they're in the games? Mm-hmm. And they have sponsors that bring them stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you think a sponsor would bring you that's very personal to your identity? <laughs> I've actually <laughs> thought of one that I can't say. Say it. Oh, I said Xanax. What would they drop me truly? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yours would be almond butter? No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, they would drop me almond butter. If I have to fight no, for no, no, myself. No, no, no. Like, it doesn't have to be for survival. Like, Peta's getting a switchblade in this, and Katniss is getting more arrows. Sophia's they getting. They would send me a golden retriever puppy. Realistic. That's you said. All oh, they're gonna drop a realistic. puppy off the sky. They're gonna drop RX almond butter to the sky. That's what you're gonna say. A, a dog or a book, like a couple books, so I can keep up with my book club. In, I'm in a tree so live streaming. Hey guys, Sophia needs her Instagram for book club and reader of the month. <laughs> hey guys, who wants to be the reader of the month? Dodging bars. What would yours be? Probably a three pack supply of gum. Oh yeah, yeah. it'd be a lot of Mentos gum. My flavored water drops, some soup mm. crackers. Oh, it would be my stuffed animal winter. You can't eat winter. Oh, you just you can't eat gum. Well debatable i think it would be my they would send me down what i have for breakfast every morning <laughs> apples <laughs> granola mine would be like my aquaphor my gua sha <laughs> my, gouache, oh my, my ice roller because i don't want to look puffy in front of the other contestants my kindle <laughs> just um oh i was saying this to someone the other day because i have really bad eyesight like i'm i'm negative three in both eyes i've i need to go get you know the eye surgery soon but it, it gets annoying because oh i can't I, wait for you I, to get lasik i always people always ask questions like could you survive the hunger games could you survive a zombie apocalypse and i always when i think about that i go yeah i could survive realistically no oh no if my contact I'll tell popped you. out i'm out I'll tell i can't you. see anything i would just hide i'd either dig a hole or hide in a tree the whole time See, the, it goes by weeks you can't not drink water not eat like, I can't even look for water. We're I fasting. Even... We're fasting. <laughs> We're in a minute fasting. Detox. We're detoxing. Oh, no. I mean, I'm down to do that. Oh, my God. I thought you meant I'm down to do Hunger Games. And I was like, what? Let's go find Okay, the room. marathon. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm down to. I'm down to. Um, wait, so I saw this thing on TikTok the other day. And it reminded me of you because you did this back in like 2016. And now it's blowing up on TikTok and seeing all these girls and guys doing it. There's this ball in Paris. It's a debutante. Oh my God, yes. It's a debutante Ugh. ball. I don't exactly know the details of what it's called, but it's basically all of these kids, around, like European, all over the world, yeah. come together in it's, Paris. I'll explain. It's a ball that happens with, in the fall of November. Yeah. <laughs> in the fall it's, of November. It's, it's a ball that happens in the fall in Paris, during the fall in Paris, and they choose kids that come from famous families of actors or No, it's a very prestigious or event. Whatever it is. It's just, yeah, fashion. It's very prestigious. It's always the children of. Right. Yeah. So I'm watching these girls on TikTok that are doing the ball this year. Don't even get me started. They look so gorgeous. And it just gave me war flashbacks to yours. <laughs> How bad? Sophia, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was so bad. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've n- I didn't know someone one could be that pale. We had no <laughs> idea what fake tan was. We, we did not know. Wait, you had I, your natural dark brown hair. 16. It was as dark as yours. But like you looked like a baby. You were truly I was a 16. 16-year-old. I was no, 16. but that's what I loved about it because... 16-year-olds today look 27. I, that's, and you look 16, well, so I appreciate in my, that. And also my defense. So first off, the, the, I was dressed by Ellie Saab, which is incredible. At the time, I didn't know who the hell I was. <laughs> and I was like, I don't care. That's like You thought that's they were like, prom dresses. I, that's like the equivalent of Chanel dressing you. I, You could tell me it was Forever 21, and I would know that more. No, but like, the only I reason, listen, any kid in that sort of world would itch to do this but the only reason Sophia wanted to do this was so she could be in a tiny little corner of Teen Vogue because that was our favorite magazine at the time this is the problem is that so when they asked me to do this I was the youngest one because if you look at the girls that were with me they actually looked kind of more put together Mm -hmm. but that was because it went I was 16 the other girls the starting age was 20 
Yeah. 21. So they already were four years ahead of me. And not only that, like I was at the time, my peak, my peak, like um, eating muffins at the library, like really, really dorky. (laughs) Wait, I was my peak eating muffins at the library reading alone. (laughs) What does that mean? Like I was a dork. Like I was in my peak dork phase. I will never forget this memory. So when you're at this ball, they have to pair you up with someone. Oh my God. Or you choose who you want. If you have a boyfriend, if you have someone that you want to bring as a friend, all the girls said, I didn't. I didn't have like, guys. I was 16. You're like, set up I, with somebody. It's like an arrangement. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't touch a guy. I was like, I just could not. So they set me up with someone that lived there. And he was like, what was it? He was, I actually don't even know. He was probably much older. His parents, I think he was, like, no. was mid 20s. His parents were asking like, for your hand in marriage, hand let's in just marriage. say it. What the funniest part and is, I was so grossed out. My over parents, him. they have to do a father daughter dance, all this stuff. Jen and Sly had no idea what this sort of really was. Yeah, it's essentially just arranging two children from both sort of famous families kind of. to get together. Well, I know. I think that was just. Their- and mom and dad were like. We're leaving. I, I, I hadn't even had my first kiss yet. Like that was I like know. that's how young I was. Outing myself, sixteen year old me. <laughs> Hold on, I didn't have my first kiss till I was seventeen. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's. Don't judge me, Chris. <laughs> Feel your eyes. <laughs> that's kind of funny. I was terrified. I was terrified. Of your first kiss. Oh, it was so bad. Mine was. And horrible. I'm actually still friends with the guy today. Really? Yes. He he even went to USC with you. Like, he's mm. super, super nice. I had the biggest crush on him. But I remember it being so bad that we were in a backyard of some, like, party, right? And then there's um this balcony for the second floor of the house, right? And I see my girlfriend leaning over the balcony and looking down. And then I, I could see her in the corner of my eye. So I was literally giving her eyes like, oh, my God, this is so bad. He leaves for a second. He doesn't notice her. Oh, you're mid-kiss and she's watching? Well, they were like laughing. My friends were like giggling, looking over, right? He leaves. He goes, I'll be right back. Okay. I look up. I say, help me. They make a monkey chain of limbs, reach halfway down, pick me up from the backyard. We scale the roof. We left on the street. He comes back like. Yeah, I would be confused too. <laughs> Wait, what do you say? I just remembered something that what? I said. I don't know why I did this. Um, so you know who my first kiss was, right? No. Shout out, Matt. Matt. Shout Matt, Matt Blank. Wait, you're going to die. <laughs> Last year, I went to the wedding in Aspen with my ex, and his parents were there. I haven't seen his parents since I was in elementary school. Uh-huh. And I just remembered them. Um, and they're very, very sweet. I was impressed with that. They come up to me. I don't know why. I think I was just nervous about the entire environment because I was meeting all the friends, and like I was at a wedding with people I don't know. The first thing I said to them was, did you know your son was my first kiss? <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> they look at me and they go, what? They're like, first of all, they're like, which one? I'm like, no, 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 Matt. <laughs> they're like, oh, that's sweet. I'm like, yeah. Um, we d- At the movies. What? And, why? And I was like, why are we saying this? <laughs> I always like, do that too. It's like we're stuck in a barn because it's pouring outside and they like moved the whole wedding party inside a barn. And I'm just standing there freezing my ass. I'm like. Is this the wedding dress where you're. Dress split up the back as yes. well. Yes. Oh my and your god! Butt crack was I'll out. Finish, we'll finish this with a bedtime story, and this <laughs> is actually a good one. So, oh, this is so bad. This was the first wedding I was going to with my ex. I was so excited to go with him. Like we're peak in love. We're, we're going to Aspen together. You're going to a wedding. His, he was a groomsman there, and I was like, he's gonna be in a tux. I'm so excited. He's gonna look so handsome. I'm not gonna get to be in Aspen. I was like, oh, fabulous. All right, so I'm staying in a house with a bunch of people. And I found this dress from ALC that I've been dying to get. Gorge. Because I was like, this would be a perfect dress. And what it looks like is it's a maroon-ish dress. It kind of has the same cut of a toga. Like if you yes, can imagine a yes. one-shouldered toga. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. No, I mean, that's the, the easiest. I wanted an ALC toga. <laughs> she paid how much for a toga? <laughs> what the hell? So, but it was beautiful. It went like one shoulder, kind of how Steen described it. And on the right side, it exposes part of my stomach, just a little bit. It's like the rim is scrunched. It looks like a little ring. It's a ring, but it's 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 tasteful amount of skin showing. Not too much because, you know. Leaves a little to the imagination. Um, 
So my ex had already left mm. and I had like already been done. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to get to see me. And I look beautiful. I'm so excited. We get on the bus. I go with all of his friends that weren't a part of the, he was because he's a groomsman. So mm-hmm. I went with all of his friends that weren't and their girlfriends or whatever. And so I'm alone. Like, do you realize I'm like, okay, hey, hanging out, having fun. We're supposed to get up on a gondola to go to this party because oh, the wedding, because the wedding, the ceremony's on top of a hill. I'll just make a long story short. I get off the party bus. I step on my dress, barely. The entire ring, because I said it was scrunched, snapped. So I so start walking. And this is the thing. Unravels. I didn't realize. And when I say my nipple PC was out, my entire G string, all the way down to my knee, was exposed. When we were people were getting on the gondola, there was probably maybe 50, 60 people waiting. I freaked <laughs> out. I go, there's no. I was holding it together. I go, I have to go up this gondola right now for a freaking one. What am I gonna do? <sighs> so there was a store next by. So I went in there. I said, they all look at me like we're about to close. I'm like, ladies, <laughs> God help me, ladies. I was like, please, half a lady out. I was like, they're like, oh my god. They're like, okay, we'll figure something out. So they like, like safety pin it together. It looks horrible so i'm going up the gonda i'm freaking out all the guys like oh god like are you good the girls like are you okay i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna do we sit we're in the wedding the party happens after i go up to because every wedding the bride has this i find the wedding planner i i'm at a wedding who i don't i don't know the bride i go up to the wedding planner for this party and i go hey i know you got to focus on the bride here i'm literally a piece of kibble compared to the party like the whole feast like i am literally no one but do you have a seamstress here that can like focus i love on that me? you're like listen i know it's the bride's day i know you were <laughs> hired and paid for by the bride and you actually don't know and i don't know anyone in this wedding party but i'm gonna need your assistance she was like yeah for she, the stranger this wedding planner had to do everything else like she's literally setting Did up she help the, you she was the best she got the seamstress. The seamstress came nice. up immediately. We went to bath. She's stitching me. She goes, holy shit. I don't know what you did I this remember dress. you FaceTimed me and you're like, Sistine, help me. I was in LA. So what the hell do you want me to do? I, I, I can't I was, help you. So moral of the story, I flashed the entire wedding party. And you went up to your first kiss as parents like that. And I told it, the fir- my first kiss as parents that we kissed in a movie theater. <sighs> I dropped you off for that date. Anyway, <laughs> we'll end it there. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Unwaxed Podcast. And we will see you next Tuesday. Subscribe. And give us five stars (laughs) if you want your questions answered. Please. We love you guys. (laughs)